Hey everyone, welcome to The Front Porch. I'm Brian Beaudry. You might notice that Lauren isn't here with me today. Um, she is sick, so she's not recording. Her voice, you wouldn't be able to hear it anyway. So as you're probably listening to this, uh, I want to say happy holidays. We are between Christmas and New Year's, so when this is being released, maybe you're even listening to it on Valentine's Day or Halloween or what, what whatever day you're listening to it on. Hey, happy holidays. We talked to Caleb Yell. He's the CEO of Rental Hosting, uh, which is now part of Point of Rental. We talked to him about the alligator on his wall, his soccer career as a youngster. And we also talked about how he got to Rental Hosting and where he's going to for the future. If you want to hear from more pointers or leaders in the rental industry, uh, subscribe to our podcast. Uh, it's Point of Rental on the podcast platform of your choice. You can rate us, subscribe, review, share us with a friend. And if you're listening to us and you have an idea for something you'd like to hear about or someone you'd like to hear from, then email me at marketing at pointofrental.com. And I'll stop yammering now. Um, again, happy holidays. Thank you for listening. And let's talk to Caleb. Welcome to the Front Porch with Lauren Mohorn. So I'd like to welcome today's guest and leader of rental hosting, Caleb Yell. Caleb, welcome to Pointer Rental. Hey, it's an honor. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, definitely. And I guess not just Pointer Rental, but the front porch here um, where we'll talk about you. I don't know who uh, has these questions about me, but uh, I'm happy to talk through anything and everything. And uh, as I said, I'm uh, really excited to be on the show and uh, just kind of uncover who Caleb is uh, in this process too. So I'm looking forward to it. All right, sounds good. And let's just get started with the basics. So who are you, where are you from, and what's the worst piece of advice you've ever been given? Ooh, okay, who am I? So uh, I am uh, Caleb, lead rental hosting, of course, that's the professional side. Um, as a person, I am uh, really in a, this really seeking and discovery mode um, today and uh, really all about integrity and character and driving to be uh, better than I was the, the previous day. And although that's very cliche, I know we'll drill into more of that, but um, that's kind of who Caleb is right now. I'm um, uh, also, I'll, I'll admit on Tuesday, I turned 40. So I think there's that age thing too, to where I go, wait, uh, do I have life figured out? And I don't think any of us do, but I'm kind of in that seeking mode right now. So that's kind of a little bit about who I am, uh, where I'm from. I'm actually from Arlington, Texas. So I uh, went to um, you know, Miller Elementary, Young Junior High, uh, Martin High School in, in Arlington, um, and grew up in, in the DFW Metroplex. So um, that's where I'm originally from. And now I live in Florida with my wife, who's from the Florida area. So I've relocated. And then on the worst piece of advice, gosh, there's too many to choose from. There's um, you know, I think one of my favorite was, uh, be the bigger person. Uh, well, I'm five foot eight. I'm usually never the bigger person. So that that's usually terrible advice for me. I can never be the bigger person. Um, uh, but uh, on a side note, I think that context is key and also choosing who you get your advice from is key. So, uh, all of these have merit and the advice that we have and, and have been given may have merit in certain contexts and different times in our lives. But, uh, other times we look back and go, God, that was awful. Um, so I think one of the ones that that is is most 
prevalent that I always kind of come back to as, God, it's terrible advice for it within my life is, boy, it's a really tough question, though. Good thing you didn't need to prepare, huh, Caleb? Jeez. Oh, well, there were a few that I was kicking around, but I don't want to poke holes in certain people's uh, uh, deals here. But I think one of them is, is um, don't ever change. Uh, I think that's one of the, the, the ones that I come back to that, uh, you know, I, I strive to uh, understand who I am today. I'm really in touch with who I am. Um, and, and so hopefully that'll be um, uncovered uh, in the podcast too. But, you know, I think also, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, if I'm not changing, I'm, I'm really unhappy and I'm stagnant. And uh, so that piece of advice on don't ever change or uh, you're perfect the way you are or whatever we were told as a child, um, you know, was probably some of the worst advice because I'm so intrinsic that I'm always trying to be better. Um, so it, it's counterintuitive for me. All right. Yeah. And I didn't realize that you were from Arlington originally, going back to kind of who you are and that you went to the rival high school that I went to. So which one is that? I went to Arlington High Arlington. School. Arlington. Oh, Probably not yeah. the same time as you if you just um, hit the big four zero. Oh, but. great. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. <laughs> um, yeah. Kick them Colts, I guess. Well, I will tell you this. Uh, my football coach at Martin um, who taught defensive backs is now your head coach. I believe he's still there, but uh, Coach Scott Peach. Coach, yes, um, Coach Peach. Okay. Yeah. And so awesome. I, I do have um, a, a, a newfound just I – can, I can watch Arlington High School and not be upset about it, right? So okay. uh, anyways, Good. long story short, um, you know, it's, it's funny how our worlds are, are similar. We just never knew that until now. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Um, all right. So normally I'd ask a bit more about what you do now professionally, but we did listen to your appearance on the Rental Journal podcast, and you've shared quite a bit there. Um, so instead of just repeating yourself, give our listeners 30 seconds on what rental hosting is and why it's awesome. Perfect. Yeah. So uh, we've been integrated with Point of Rental for over 18, 17, 18 years um, regarding uh, websites, providing websites for Point of Rental customers to properly display their inventory, um, allow customers to be able to request quotes online. Uh, we also do customer portals, so your customers can log into uh, and view items on rent, pay contracts, et cetera. Um, and then also uh, we are uh, stepping into the uh, e-commerce realm too. So we're now allowing for payments through websites. Um, so now requesting reservations along with quotes. Okay, great. Uh, and again, if you're listening and interested in learning more about rental hosting, e-commerce, and the value of digital transactions, uh, we'll include the link in the show description for you to give it a listen. So, Caleb, let's kind of talk more about your career. So, what did you want to be growing up? I wanted to be Indiana Jones, but I've still never seen that job listing out there. So, I'm just curious, did you share similar desires or... What do you want to be? Uh, yeah. Uh, first of all, you picked one of my favorite movies. Uh, I think my wife has um, seen Indiana Jones and all of them more than she cares to. Um, I, I'm a huge fan. So I'm, it's funny that you picked that one. Um, but, you know, I think from uh, as, a, as a kid, um, I was always fascinated with uh, astronomy classes and um, space. And uh, I had a space shuttle mural in my, my bedroom as a kid. And, uh, you know, I always thought that, uh, God, it'd be really sweet to explore what else could be out there. Um, and so I always wanted to be an astronomer. Hmm. Okay. So moving to Florida, I know that's where they launch a lot of the rockets nowadays. Are you able to see any of those rocket launches? Yeah, we can. We can see 
Um, some of those launches, uh, I, I mean, you've got to be at the right place, the right time, but uh, yeah, you, you absolutely can. And I would actually like to go and see one live at, at some point. It's something that we've talked about, uh, you know, trying to get down to, to see because it's, it's just so cool. I, I think it's awesome that people can push the envelope of what we thought was possible. And, and I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah. All right. So apart from possibly living closer to Cape Canaveral and being able to see rocket launches, how did you go from, I want to be an astronaut, Galileo and training kind of person to now the rental hosting expert? Just to be clear, Galileo, not an astronaut. (laughs) (laughs) Astronomer. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there we go. Um, You know, I I think that it was, um, I've always been someone that uh, early in my my career and early in my life, I was trying to figure out who I was, uh, and I was trying to figure out uh, what I wanted to do. Um, you know, even leading into college, I, I, there was uncertainty. Um, so, you know, I, at one point, there was uh, I went to paramedic school um, and, and uh, was going to be a firefighter, and then you know I went into um, you know pre med and, and did biology, and then uh, went to business. And so, some people would say that um, you know gosh, it seems like you're uncertain, but it actually opened up so many um, different uh, facets of uh, thinking and helping me learn different uh, skills. Um, and so I'm, I'm really grateful for being the person who's always been a seeker and trying to find uh, where I fit into to certain people's lives and, and also within the world. So, um, you know, I think from getting to point of rental and, and getting specific on that question, um, I was doing medical sales and uh, they were purchased by Kimberly Clark. So there were some layoffs. And um, I was I actually was uh, a good friend with uh, a fellow or, or, uh, or a previous uh, pointer. Uh, and he introduced me to point of rental. And uh, so I got into um, really kind of just the inside sales role and grew into helping on the essentials product and um, and then have just kind of taken uh, that that and and leaps uh, that have that have come my way and any opportunities that Point of Rental has presented to me. Okay, I didn't realize you worked at Point of Rental at first. Yeah, I just thought I you were a rental hosting guy. That's great. No, Apparently, I, I just didn't know this. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I guess yeah. So you were no, you were no longer. What am I saying? <laughs> you applied for Point of Rental. Then you did you go straight to rental hosting after Point of Rental, or did you go somewhere else? No, no. where'd you go? Yeah, so I was with Point of Rental for three years, um, and you know, with the inside sales role and then essentials, and um, I was uh, helping Evan and uh, the essentials team uh, and Robert Flack on um, that side of the fence. Uh, with trying to grow the essentials products. So that was something I was really passionate about. And essentials is still very partial to me. I, it's it's like seeing a baby grow up. Uh, it's so awesome what's been added there. But um, anyways, I, I was at a place where I was given an opportunity to go into management for uh, another company in, in the cybersecurity realm. And um, so I really took the, uh, the the jump at that. I wanted to progress my career and learn, a, advance it and, and try to learn a new skill in, in management. And um, so I did take that opportunity with always leaving the door open with point of rental. And um, so anyways, yeah, I found my way back uh, through uh, rental hosting. And then lo and behold, in January of this year, we're now part of point of rental. So I'm back in the family. Okay. Bit of a boomerang <laughs> there, but no, it is. It is. It's a wild journey. Yeah. Well, um, we're definitely glad to have you back for sure.
Gosh, I am too. I, I and I mean that. I anytime that uh, Point of Rental has called to talk about any opportunities, I've always uh, had high interest, and uh, I think the team is is second to none, and really enjoy the collaboration and and what Point of Rental is as a company. So I, I'm I'm really really grateful for uh, being a part of it. Okay, and I, I'm just seeing in the notes here, Brian's wanting me to ask, is this a godfather situation or are you a bit more excited to be back? I'm not sure I quite understand that. Do you know, can you expand, <laughs> Brian, or do you know, Caleb? <laughs> I don't know. Can we expand on that question? The I thought I was out, but they pulled me back in. <laughs> no, not a godfather situation at all. More of, uh, hey, I want to take a new challenge. And, um, you know, I, I thought that uh, it was the right path for, uh, for my uh, fiance at the time, who's now my wife, but uh, I thought it was a, a cool career progression. So no godfather situation. I'm extremely excited to be back. And uh, I am uh, really thankful for all the opportunities I've been given uh, outside of Point of Rental. But uh, again, it just feels like home being uh, back under the umbrella. Okay, great. So what would you say is your favorite part of working here at Point of Rental? Ooh, boy, you know, I think the team and being able to have a team that is dedicated to just pushing the envelope and being better um, is something that really I, that I resonate with, especially, um, you know, I, I think, so I know rental hosting is part of point of rental, so I'll, I'll be clear on how I say this, but it's been really fun to watch the rental hosting team kind of come under the point of rental umbrella and everyone is treating them as if they are the same and they are a point of rental employee. And uh, it's been open arms and, uh, you know, sharing the same events, um, you know, including them in welcoming videos that everyone does such an awesome job within point of rental on. Um, I just feel like the inclusiveness and the community that point of rental has built is uh, one of my favorite parts of, of working here. All right. Well, good. Well, yeah, I'm excited. I hope that that continues to expand and gets even better and more inclusive um, as we progress on. So, um, yeah, what is your five-year plan, either professional, personal, both? Where do you expect to be in five years? Five years, I see us being um, point of rental will have grown immensely. And I, I'm a firm believer in that. I know just with the website initiatives and, and goals that we have, um, you know, I think that we'll be in, in, a, in a situation where we would be a, a global superpower uh, with an evil dot or a Dr. Evil laugh, um, but in a good way. And, and actually, listen. one of the things that I love is that we listen to customers. And so um, we're applying that and making ourselves better. Um, and although some of those aren't seen today, um, they will be in the very near future. And so I'm really excited about the progression. So five-year plan professionally, I'd love to continue to um, lead the website uh, and, and e-commerce division. I'm extremely passionate about it. Um, I, every morning I wake up trying to have more fun and, uh, and, and I'm always challenged. And um, that's one thing that's really important to me is being challenged. Uh, as soon as I don't feel challenged, I tend to get stagnant and uh, start to question what I'm doing. So, um, you know, I like to be busy. I like to be challenged. And so I think from the business side, I'd love to, to you know, continue growing the website division uh, as much as possible for point of rental um, and making it more autonomous in the way of 
um, capturing uh, everything that a rental business would want uh, from getting a quote, now a driver's license, now a payment, um, uh, sign your contract, and then operationally that allows them the opportunity to, to, to do their own internal processes. But that's my, my, one of my business goals. And then personally, being very candid, I, my wife and I are um, talking about uh, starting a family together. And, um, and, and so, you know, I would love to be in a place where uh, we're also, we just signed a contract to get a pool. So, um, you know, I think having, uh, as you hit 40, you start going, gosh, you know, I've saved, I've done all these things. Um, I'd like to really enjoy life. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, the five-year plan would be to pay off uh, the pool, um, start a family, and really just to um, continue to grow uh, with, with uh, my wife and, and continue to, to uh, really have more experiences together versus, um, you know, just things. And, and so that's something that we've been talking a lot about is, um, you know, focus on the experiences rather than uh, everything else. And so I, I'd like to travel the world uh, and be more, uh, be, be more of a, uh, a nomad, if you will. So that's something that I'm looking forward to. Okay. Yeah, those are some really great goals and best of luck in your success with those. <laughs> Appreciate that. Before we move on to the next one, though, you mentioned a Dr. Evil laugh, but good. So that would be Dr. Good. I want to hear your best Dr. Good laugh. <laughs> That's it. That's all you're getting. That's all you're getting. Hey, everyone. Are you ready to laugh? It's time for Jonathan's Jokes. Let's give him a hand. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so for today's joke, what do you get when you put a car and a dog together? A carpet. So uh, I know you were a soccer player as a youth, so tell me about your moment of greatest glory on the soccer field or pitch, as I'm told soccer people like to call it. Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, just the terms alone will uh, throw you for a loop, I know. Um, but, you know, I think from, I, I don't know, I loved playing soccer and uh, I broke many fences, thankful for my parents for uh, rebuilding those fences because I used to kick the soccer ball against them and uh, destroy them. And, um, you know, one of the biggest things we had, um, so I played in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, so I played in the Dallas Classic Soccer League. And, uh, we had this uh, rival called the Wichita Falls Rebels, and um, we just did not get along. And um, so I, I actually, we were tied. Uh, we were uh, going in. I think we were actually in overtime, if my memory serves me right. I mean, we're, we're having to go way back. Sorry. But, um, and this beautiful ball uh, came through from one of my favorite midfielders. His name is TJ. And it flies over my head and I take off. And uh, one of the things that I was really good at soccer at is being at the right place at the right time. And then I was really fast at that time. Uh, not so much anymore. And so it came through. Um, I was able to uh, juke the goalie and then, of course, score the goal. So we won uh, and beat the Wichita, uh, or sorry, the Wichita Falls Rebels. Uh, and that's one of my favorite goals of all time. Uh, it was just, uh, it, and I think that's one of my last Dallas classic, uh, soccer games. And so it was the, the nail in the coffin for me. And so it's one of the ones that sticks out for sure. All right. 
Brian? Salute to TJ. Uh, who, in case he's out there listening. Salute to oh, TJ. Yeah, that's right. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. TJ was a good dude. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, he has passed. So it's, uh, he is, um, that's, please know, it's, I know you couldn't have known that. But um, anyways, TJ, um, yeah, he was a heck of a soccer player. And uh, I loved watching him become a father and uh, a, a, uh, a husband and uh, still was one of those guys that I kept in touch with. But uh, sadly to say, he doesn't get the, to hear the kudos today uh, in person, but uh, he knows what I think about him. That's for sure. Very good. So uh, you've mentioned that you were competing above your age level and you got your butt kicked um, and you continue to get your butt kicked in your pursuit of competition. As you say, you're constantly a learner. Um, when's the last time you got your butt kicked? I took a, about a year off from running and I am now getting back into that. And I swear to you, I could barely get a block before I was just gassed when I first started running again. And I, I'm going to point to that. Um, I also, um, I'll give a, a, a funnier example, which is uh, my wife played soccer all of her life as well. Did y'all meet on the soccer field? We did actually, yeah. Um, and so one of the funny things is that my brain still says that I can do things that my body absolutely will not allow me to do anymore. Um, and so she kicks my butt in soccer every single day. Uh, we'll go out there. Our, our, we have two English bull terriers. Um, they're the target dog or Spuds McKenzie <laughs> dog, and they both love to play soccer. And so that's kind of our, uh, we do that every night after work and, and kick the soccer ball around. But uh, anyway, she, she is uh, kicking my butt. Uh, and probably will for the rest of my life uh, when it comes to soccer. That's for sure. But that's something I'll happily concede. That's fair. So that's not one of your goals in five years is to eventually beat her at soccer. You know what? Actually, let's put it down. Let's revisit this in five years. <laughs> um, maybe I will take some, I'll have to find a, a secret uh, goal that I can go and shoot upper 90s on or whatever it is. And uh, we can uh, maybe I can get better than her someday, but uh, let's 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 revisit in five years. That's that's a good pencil in goal for sure. I was going to say maybe you, you just have kids so that way you have someone you can beat around the house. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yes, uh, until they get um, uh, older, and then they'll probably kick my butt again. It's just a vicious cycle, you know. So, um, gosh, Brian, these questions. <laughs> What's the most memorable? Time. Let me start over. What's the most memorable time you got your butt kicked? Your butt kicked competitively as a soccer player. Oh boy! So any time that I would go and play overseas, um, I was completely in the 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 UK office. Will probably enjoy this segment. Um, the level of physicality and the language that's used on the pitch was by far. Um, the worst that I've ever seen in my life. And so I would, you know, I was used to playing here and uh, it's a fairly clean game. And, and I'm not saying that the UK doesn't play a clean game. They just play a different game. Um, and I have never been, the first game I played, I have never been more embarrassed as a soccer player um, than I was that game. And it was because the physicality and the, the pulling of uh, shorts, um, jerseys, um, the hit. So uh, envision running and somebody uh, slapping your thigh as you're running. Um, and that's what they do. And it messes with your cadence. So 
uh, as I would be running down the field, you have some guy slapping your thigh. And I used to, I was like, how can this not be a foul? Um, so I, I was getting killed uh, in my first few games uh, over in the UK. But I did find out some tricks of the trade. Uh, and I was able to return some of the, the physicality and friendly banter back at some point. There you go. I wonder if it's because they don't have football or anything as like their big aggressive sport, like soccer or football. Their version of football is their big aggressive sport. Yeah. You know, it's maybe that is their um, their form of aggression. And I played football, too. So I, I maybe you're right. Maybe I just had my aggression out and soccer was a little more docile for me. I don't know, <laughs> but it sure was uh, a shocking experience. That's for sure. Interesting. All right. So, um, so it sounds like you were into running, took a year off or getting back into it. So at one point you were into triathlons. Are you still into triathlons? You know, I haven't done one in quite a while. Um, so I lived in Denver for seven years, um, before I actually came to point of rental, um, and way before rental hosting as well. Um, and that's where I was really on triathlons and doing them quite frequently. And, um, the level of detail of training of nutrition of everything that goes into that was just so cool to me um and i really enjoyed it and i liked the switch of the sports so you know you'd have to swim excuse me in a reservoir then you'd have to bike and then you'd have to run a a half marathon or a marathon depending on what um, race you were running um I, i mean it was it was challenging and um i think from from that side, I really enjoyed it. As I mentioned, I, it's, it's one of the things I really enjoy about life itself is just being challenged. Um, and I, I haven't done triathlons as much. Um, I, I think I just, uh, well, first and foremost, I'll give you, uh, I, I'm, my, when I first moved to Florida, uh, my wife and I were in the beach and I kept looking around and she said, what are you, what are you doing? And I said, where are the sharks? What is going on with the sharks? And what is the situation? So I think to train in the ocean scares the bejeebies out of me. Um, so I would not want to train in the ocean. Um, although that's very silly. I am in the ocean all the time, never had any issues and probably never will. Um, it is a mental thing that if I'm swimming in open water, it just freaks me out. So I think that part's behind me on the triathlons. What we are doing is we signed up. Um, you'll have to look this up if you haven't heard of it, but um, here in St. Pete, so outside of Tampa, there's this big bridge that's called the Skyway Bridge. And um, we're doing the Skyway Bridge uh, 10K, and that's in March. And so now I'm really just kind of trying to get more competitive in the running facet um, as well. But uh, triathlons have, have kind of gone by the wayside. Just, gosh, the level of time and effort that you have to put into to be good at all three um, events and uh, the nutrition uh, are just something that unfortunately I can't give right now. But uh, I really am, am proud of myself for doing that. And I had a lot of fun doing those. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so in the interview you did with the Rental Journal, you mentioned that you were working on joining your neighborhood association. Has the power already gone to your head or have you had to threaten anyone into compliance yet? <laughs> you know what's funny is I just, uh, first of all, uh, the neighborhood association is super fun. Um, I, I enjoy being a part of a community and um, we're in this little hidden gym in St. Pete that's tucked away. No one knows it's here. Um, it's surrounded by palm trees and it's just like a different universe when you come into our, our neighborhood. 
Um, and for real, you would never know that this neighborhood existed. So um, with that in mind, there are so many things that I think that I thrive on and that my wife thrive on. And that's uh, the, the most common one is, is community. And so if, if there's a way for me to help inspire community within our neighborhood, I, I'm all for it. And so that's why I wanted to, to, to be a part of that. And no power has gone to my head. I will tell a, a quick, funny story. So, you know, there's, there was an email that went out that was talking about, hey, so um, this is the issue. And, and I came back uh, because in my current role, I I'm have to be kind of a critical thinker. And I came back with critical thinking items on, hey, have we thought about these, these items? Um, three days later, no one's responded to my email. I think I ruffled some feathers. So I hope that we can talk about our differences and, and collaborate together. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure people are just busy. But uh, that's it's funny that you mentioned that question. <laughs> I didn't see that <laughs> see that one coming. Well, good. So you were the first video star our essentials product ever had. Would you say that was the springboard to all of your business success since then? And are you still making videos out there at rental hosting? Oh, good question. So I haven't been making as many videos on the product as I'd like to, although I did speak to Andrew, um, your video guru, um, who I truly enjoy working with um, uh, at ARA. Uh, on doing some of these videos. So I am working my way back to those. Um, right now, I think my team wants me to get into the product videos more because I do email videos uh, with my team. And so I'll send, uh, I use a, a tool called Drift. And if there's something that I don't feel like I need to type out uh, a paragraph on, I'll just make a quick video that says, hey, have we considered these and, and, and respond that way? So I think my team's getting very tired of Caleb the emailer or video emailer, and they'd welcome the, the video uh, product videos uh, way more. Um, I do think that when you make product videos, um, and I have made some for rental hosting, just not as many as I'd like, you really have to understand your product very well. And so it goes to take a deeper dive into your knowledge of the product. Um, and I, I do think that that springboarded some of my business success is um, being able to take pieces of information and make that relatable to an end user or, or somebody who's viewing that video um, is, is, is an awesome skill to have. And so I do think that um, those videos did help uh, in some way. Um, and, and I'm so excited to, to work with Andrew a little bit more and provide some videos on the rental hosting side as well. Yeah, definitely. We're looking forward to those. So um, I don't see you in the office very often. That's in part because you moved to Florida um, and you work remotely. Um, but most of your team is scattered throughout the country as well, to my understanding. So let's talk about remote work for a little bit. Uh, first off, what are the biggest challenges of hiring for and handling a remote staff? Ooh, good question. Uh, so the, the biggest challenge that we're having now, and I'll be very candid, is um, if you don't act fast on a candidate, um, they've already accepted another offer. So uh, if you have the, um, I'll give you an example. We were going to put out, well, we put out an offer to, to someone at re for rental hosting um, at in, and it was, I think it was within six to eight hours of, of the interview. He had already taken another job. Uh, the next morning he said, hey, unfortunately I took another job. So we have to move very, very quickly. Um, and 
Um, it's very common, not just with rental hosting, but across the industry, especially in the developer side, um, you know, to, to move uh, and, and to, to lose candidates if you're not willing to, to move uh, as fast as possible. Um, so I think that's one of the biggest things is everyone's looking for a better gig. Everyone wants to, to work remote. Um, and, and so, and, and they want it to happen sooner rather than later. So they're just jumping at, at uh, opportunities that are coming along. And so we have to really be buttoned up and uh, we now have a, a formal process that um, allows us to, to act quickly and we have our benefits packages laid out and, and all of that. So candidates can look quickly. Um, if we like uh, how that interview went, we can make a, a, an offer and um, hopefully bring them on board. But that's one of the biggest ones that I've had is just getting the right candidates in the door. Um, and then when it comes to handling remote staff, I mean, one of the biggest things, and, and I don't think it's uncommon um, to, to hear this answer, but is continuing to have a culture when you're remote. So all of rental hosting, um, so our the, the e-commerce division of, of Pointer Rental is um, remote. So we have folks that are in uh, the Portland area. We have uh, North Carolina, Florida. Um, and so I think from, from that level, still having a culture and still being able to be uh, communal and to um, not just be uh, quote unquote robots and sitting in front of your computer and, and doing your, your, your tasks that are expected of you, uh, but also having some fun while you're doing it. I think that's something that's a real challenge uh, whenever you work remote. And so I've enjoyed um, working with the team on how to better collaborate on building a, a culture that we all are comfortable in, um, that we all feel um, safe in, and that we can all uh, have fun with too. So those are, that's probably, um, that, that's probably the hardest thing about handling a remote staff. Yeah. So what would you like to see done to help remote workers feel more a part of the company? From point of rental side, what we, what we can do to help rental hosting feel a part of a, the larger point of rental family? Yeah, it's an interesting question. I, I feel like Point of Rental does a good job of and a great job of including us um, for events and things like that. But I also think that we at Rental Hosting have to own some of that accountability too. Uh, and we need to be more front and center. So we don't need to be reliant on Point of Rental to always bring us along, but we need to also help um, give ourselves exposure to the Point of Rental family. And so I, I actually would put the accountability off of Point of Rental as I think they do a good job but I would also put that, that onus back on us um, to, to be able to provide video updates on, hey, here's where the product is today. Here's where we see it going. Also, uh, hey, welcome. Uh, I'll, I'll use our, our newest employee, Moose. He's a, a project manager for us, but uh, you already do welcome videos, but maybe we do some fun things um, and open up some different channels on Workplace um, that allow us to, to show our uh, our community and our culture a little more front and center with with Point of Rental too, and and just collaborate more on that side. Um, that's the only thing that I could really think of today that I would like to see evolve a little bit more. Okay, well let's talk offline about that some more, and I'd be glad to to talk through some ideas of how we can help develop that culture and um, give you all the space for that. I'm I'm excited about that. Thanks for for being willing to do that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I see you have a strange crocodile behind you there on your wall. Uh, what's the story behind that? Did you know that uh, any time that I have a call with Wayne Harris, he absolutely despises this crocodile. <laughs> it he always looks... says that it's looking like it's going to eat my head. 
Mm. Do you see that? Is that what you see? It's it is you sit in the middle and it does look like the mouth is pointed towards you. It's nice that he's so protective of you that he's concerned about a picture eating your head. Right. That's right. So there is this is just the homage to Florida. That's all it is. There's nothing beyond um beyond that is uh, just having a gator on the wall. Um but my I I love gallery walls and um, I think one of my favorites is actually um, this right here, Shoot Your Shot. Um, it's by uh, uh, an artist in Dallas, which is Arturo. And you can check out his work at Arturo Draws on Instagram, I believe. But um, he is, I just like the Shoot Your Shot, the kind of comedic guy. I would like to ask a question to you two. So with Wayne hating this one as much as he does, uh-huh. shall I replace it with a Wayne photo or what would you recommend <laughs> that I do on this crocodile photo? Um, where did you acquire that photo? Is it one that can be printed off and we can put it in his office to be behind his head? Gosh, wouldn't that be sweet? We could exchange <laughs> it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could send you this and then replace it with another one. I would have no problem with that. Let's do that. Okay, that sounds good. All right. Well, let's move on to the five important questions. Five important questions. Five important, five important questions. questions. Five important questions. What would you say is your greatest success in life? Oof. We start off with an easy one. I know. <laughs> so before we jump to uh, and make a ton of assumptions on this and, and say Caleb extremely cliche, I actually think that it was uh, marrying my wife because there were so many things that in my life at that time that uh, I was trying to figure out. And I feel like with her help and with her support and, and giving me additional confidence and uh, just our relationship together, um, it has catapulted me to successes I never even dreamed that I was I could ever achieve. So you know, from that side, I think marrying Danielle is, is probably the greatest success in my life. All right. I think that's a good reason to back it up. You don't have to feel like that's cliche. I just feel like some people may think, oh, man, he's trying to get brownie points. And that's not why I say <laughs> that. There's, there's a legitimate reason why. And, um, and I feel like, you know, expanding just briefly on that is, you know, I, I was struggling kind of in the sales role of um, that um, there's there's a, a toxic side of sales, which is the um, uh, kind of celebratory side of, of sales. And, um, and and I just didn't feel like that's where I wanted my life to be, which was, you know, partying with celebrating successes, but not at, um, at addressing the failures and not um, try, taking accountability for those. Um, and so my wife really, uh, I mean, helped me change all of my perspectives and views in, in, in a good way. Um, not changing me, but <laughs> changing my perspectives and my outlooks, uh, which I'm forever grateful for. What is your greatest fear? Sharks. I was, uh, first time I was on a boat in, after we had moved here, um, people do this cool thing where they throw anchor on a little small island with nothing on it in the middle of the ocean, right? And so uh, are you aware of that? Have, has any, have either of you ever done that? I, I don't know of how cool that sounds, but okay. No, it's awesome, man. So you you take food, you take drinks, you um, and, and you hang out with your friends in the middle of nowhere. They're, all you see is ocean around you, but there's an it's you know you throw anchor and um, you can explore and all that. And and 
Um, long story short, as we were coming back from that, um, a few guys and, uh, and, and friends were saying, oh man, I, I, he hates it when we do this. And I was trying to figure out what they were talking about. And so um, I followed pursuit, but they all jumped out of the boat. Um, and so then he has to circle back around and do all that. Uh, well, come to find out we were in the channel, which is a big no-no. You're not supposed to jump out of a boat when you're in the channel. That's where all the boats go out to the, the, the ocean and uh, you know, it's kind of risky uh, to say the least. Uh, but secondarily, um, that's where a lot of the sharks like to be. So that's how my wife got me to not do it again because they actually did go out and do it again. Um, and she said, I hope you know, you're like in the middle of the ocean. So uh, she, she took advantage of my fear, which was sharks, uh, by not letting me do the, the second round again. But uh, anyways, it was, uh, it, it was a learning experience for sure because I didn't even think about it. If you could tell first day at Pointer Rental Caleb one piece of advice that would lead to becoming a successful pointer earlier, what would you say? I would say to really kind of just understand that everything is a process. So I was always, um, first day Caleb was really, um, aggressive is the wrong term. Uh, I can't think of the right term for this, but um, I, I, I was always really driven and, and sometimes probably too driven to where it, it probably rubs some folks the wrong way. Um, and I think, I would just say enjoy the process and enjoy the the and just slow things down a little bit because I think that's a really important thing is to to make sure that you're enjoying um, everything that you're doing and enjoying the ride while you're there um, because you know sometimes we try to move too fast and um, that you, you kind of miss out on part of that journey and so I think the the best thing that I could say to first day Caleb is just to slow things down and enjoy it more. What's your most embarrassing moment as a pointer? Well, I used to think I was good at ping pong. So back at the old office, um, I don't even know if Matt remembers this, but Matt Gaffin um, and I played ping pong. And uh, if you've ever wondered why I've never been involved in those ping pong tournaments or challenges, it's because um, I don't even think I scored a point. So um, I'm sorry to tell you, but uh, you've been sentenced to death uh, as losing to Matt Gaffin on the ping pong table, not even getting any points or anything is now a capital offense in point of rental world. Um, tomorrow's your, if, what are you saying? If you're interviewing for a job here, that is not true. Um, we will not kill you if you lose to Matt Gaffin. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually but it is a part of the passage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my last meal Yes. Um, I am uh, huge into Mediterranean food right now. I would say falafel pita sandwich would be my jam. That's uh, I can't get enough of it. And uh, I found a little hole in the wall place here um, that uh, that crushes it. And so I would get it from that specific place. Um, and it's called Mio's in St. Pete. So if you're ever here, um, check it out. Um, but that would be my last meal. Uh, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Mm. Sometimes I think I'm a little too hard on myself. I think I have extremely high expectations and um, that can lead to um, you know, some, some certain things to where I, I think too critically on myself. And um, really, I, I mean, it's, it's just a part of the process. And um, so I would like to um, change the fact that I can get a little too overly critical um, with, with myself. 
and and really just enjoy the the failures that come along with the successes because let's face it you can't just have successes you're going to have setbacks um, and so I'd like to get better at accepting those and moving on from those. I want to hear your uh, critical side. So, what grade would you give yourself for this interview so far? I'd give I'd give a B. I think I could be a little little more energetic, but I feel like Friday I'm uh, really um, feeling the week. Um, so I, I think I could be better with the energy level. All right. Well, now that you've now that you've thought about it, let's add some energy to these last few questions. Let's close it out strong, Caleb. <laughs> All right. We'll just share the last part of this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you could change one thing at Point of Rental, what would it be? Maybe this wasn't the best time to tell you to put a lot more energy into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm like, gosh, I'm getting crushed over here. I would love for rental hosting to have more of a presence within the Point of Rental umbrella, but um, secondarily, I, I really think one of the biggest initiatives I have for 2022 is to be more front and center with customers and to provide um, at a regular cadence information. So uh, about our product, about our team, about um, anything and everything, um, and trying to be more, um, I, I guess, just uh, upfront and face-to-face uh, -face with customers and employees. What is your spirit spice? Um, what is a spirit spice? Um, you've heard of like spirit animal, like something that would represent you. If you were to open up your spice cabinet right now, what would you pull out and say, this spice is me. This spice is Caleb. I'll, I'll tell you, if I can change one thing on this question, it would be spice or sauce. My spirit sauce mm. would be spicy mayo. Spicy um, mayo. Okay. I love like little sushi rolls and, and spicy mayo. It's my jam too. Tell me a secret about point of rental. Oh, here's one. Here's one that commonly comes up that probably needs clarification. So Andre, who has always been um, our principal developer and built rental hosting um, alongside point of rental. Um, and we also have a project manager named Bryn. Um, they are not married. People always see Andre Farsi and Bren Farsi and assume that they are married. They are not married. Um, Bren married Andre's brother. Um, so that's the, the, the relationship. Um, but everyone always, so I, I actually get emails every once in a while that says, it's really cool that you have a husband and wife duo within rental hosting. And I'm going, mm, I don't know if they'd love to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> but they've also talked about it too. So I know that's no, uh, they wouldn't be, uh, they're, they're fine with me sharing that, but they are not actually married. Oh, can I give one more? Of course. Moose, who I mentioned before too, um, is a DJ, a full-fledged DJ, does concerts and events, um, just did a festival uh, a couple of weekends ago. Um, and so if you ever need the coolest playlist or want to hear some new music, um, feel free to reach out to Moose. He is uh, all... Uh, encompassing when it comes to music. And uh, I think that's a really cool thing that he does and a passion that he does on the side. Um, so he is a legit, not just like, hey, I, I'm a DJ at weddings. He is a, a legit um, artist. Oh, I'm DJ. Wow, that's awesome. Is it called music? Oh my God, I, I hope it is. Yeah, he's, he's shared a couple of uh, tracks with me that we can use and I'll, I'll put it on the end of your interview. Moose is getting his shout out. I love it. All right. 
Well, thank you, Caleb, for chatting today. It's been a pleasure. Hey, you too. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, certainly. So send Caleb some love this week. Send him an email, maybe a gif of your favorite shark. Um, and just be epic and let him know that you care. Yeah.